long. Uh, last time we did an introduction, Talacha base, just an introduction, overview of all the different things that you could do with milk and making cheese and uh, a whole assortment of different things that you can make out of it. Uh, I'm now ready to start Talacha, Talacha base. Gvinus of the Kachavim, cheese is made by Goyim, Asrum, they made them, the Chacham asked them, the nation of Midmachab or Kevis Shikasam. Because you can make those, they make those cheeses, that's how they do it. They make them with um, skin from the stomach of the animal. And the sh- if they do that from their animals, it's Shaheen Avela. It's in Avela because they didn't shakht it. So in Avela, um, they would make the cheese trave. So because of that concern, Chacham answered all the cleanness. And the Mechabra ends off that a few of them are Asura. Even if we know that they hadn't have not used a Kavis Avela, they used a plant-based rennet. I'm not sure exactly what that means, how you make it out of plants, but... What? Portugal, In Portugal, okay. It's, it's, uh, we, we said last time that rennet is, is what's called a protease, so if they get one out of a plant, um, they can make a cheese out of it also. Again, I don't said it's such a thing. Even if we knew they did it like that, then it's still my caution, because the made a takana um, that you now would have gmina, uh, because it's chashash, that they might use it using cavis um, novella. they made a uh, such such as okay so so this machaber is saying the din that we we've heard this din which is this is the din of kvinis happen um, that is um, a goyish cheese is not is not is not you know the goyish cheese okay what does that mean a kvinis happen and what does it mean kvin that's kvin is what we call kvinis israel the kosher kind of a cheese that's going to be immersion for two times from now what does it take to make it for now we'll just believe it that if you walk into Walmart and you pick up a, a, a package of monster cheese that's straight okay that's it. We are not talking about something like cream cheese. That's what we're talking about today. It's about cream cheese. Right? No, I'm saying, with, when right. you say Venus... Uh, That's I, what we're going to talk about today. Whether about cheese. We're going to talk about that. But if you... We, whatever the Shukhan is saying is that there's some kind of a cheese that if you go out nearby and it's not kosher. What it takes to make kosher cheese, we'll do it two times. But for now, uh, hopefully. But this time, we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about... I just... Uh, out of curiosity. All these companies that make like cream cheese, they all have... No, we're going to talk about that today. That's what we're going to talk about. Hold, just hold a second. Okay. 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 One more thing is um, that one more thing of what we're going to not talk about is that the, the shukhar said is I just got to clear this clear off the table that the shukhar said the chashash is that they make it from kevis nevela. They make it from they shaft an animal, take out a piece from the stomach, from the aura of the keva, from a certain part of the stomach, and they take that piece off and they put it in to make the cheese. Okay. The implication sounds pretty clear that if they would make it from keva shuta. Okay, it means if they would check, if we would check an animal and take the cable from that animal and use it to make cheese, that wouldn't have been a problem. The problem is that the guy used cavus nevela. Like the Mechaber makes a point, they take it from our cavus shchitas and shehi nevela, as if to say that if they make it from cave of a shchuta, it would be kosher. And the obvious question on that is, well, what happened to basar b'chol? Okay, cave is, is basar and milk is chol. So you, what happens if we make a brachim? What? No, but he says. Well, so what do you say? They make it from a cava. What do you just? The Gemara obviously cava is What do you say? They make it from a cava. The, the reason because it's possible. That would be the simpler answer. Yeah, so possible. So that the well, pas make the same thing. So what's the difference if they make it or we make? So, so that's a question. What? What? Why isn't it a problem? What happened? It's possible. It's meat and milk, right? That's not kosher. So, so the Taz talks about it over here, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to save it for Simon Pezayin. That's where the, that's where we talk about it. The shaila about whether it, is it mutter or aser, to make cheese out of kosher kava. Could you take a piece out of a shechted animal, take the piece out of the kava and make cheese out of it? Mirshem for halacha pesach, seven pesach. Okay, so now with those are the things we're not going to talk about. 
Okay, so but now what we're going to talk about, which is, we said last time, last time we described different cheeses, we, we, for our purposes, can break down all cheeses into these two big groups. Okay, one is the, we call the rennet set cheeses, and one is the acid set cheeses. Rennet set cheeses, otherwise known like the hard cheeses, those are cheeses that the way you get it to coagulate is with rennet, and the acid set cheeses are the ones that you put an acid in or you let it acidify, and it makes an acid set cheese. And, and just to remind you that, that rennet set cheeses, the, the hard cheeses are uh, uh, Munster cheese and mozzarella cheese, those are what we call American cheese, and those kind of cheeses, those are what we call the hard cheeses, and the soft cheeses are cream cheese and cottage cheese and farmer cheese and things like that. Okay? What's American cheese? Uh, American cheese is actually. Cheddar cheese. Uh, certain kinds of cheeses, let's say cheddar, which is then processed, it's cooked, then processed. So it's not a, so to speak, a real cheese. But it's within the hard cheese group. It's within the hard cheese. Yeah, it's made out of rennet. The way you make the so cheese is. Is there six hours? No, 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 no. no. We're, not talk, we're not talking about six hours. Six hours is a different thing. It's aged. If you have an aged cheese, you wait six hours. The Shakhrones is the word hard. For our purposes, we're calling hard and soft between whether you use rennet to make the cheese or you use uh, something acidic to make the cheese. Okay, so the, the cheeses that are what called the hard cheeses, the rennets of cheeses, those are portions that those need to be greenish as well. Because the way you make them is by putting in rennet. So there's a chash that if you, if you buy the goat's cheese, then you put in the trafe rennet. So that, that's, that's an obvious, we're going to call it animal rennet. Even though you can make animal rennet, that's kosher, just for simplicity, we call it animal rennet. You can make it out of animal rennet. So obviously those need to have greenish as well. The question is whether the soft cheeses, cottage cheese and cream cheese and sour cream and yogurt, do those things need to be made with greenish Israel? Because they're not made with rennet. So if they're not made with rennet, then, to, so the, the, on the one hand we should say, is, well, they're not made with rennet. They're not made with rennet. What's the chash? There's no chash that they made yogurt with rennet. It has nothing to do with it. You don't make yogurt out of rennet. You use yogurt out of, either you, you acidify it, or you put it in the cultures, or you put let it sour by itself. There's different ways to do it. We talked about it last time. But you don't use rennet to make it. So maybe the simple looking at it would be is that there's no reason for Chum to pass that thing. Okay. What's the other side? The other side is that the reason for the taikon is because of a chash that they put in, that they put in rennet. But once the Chum made the taikon, once they made the taikon, that cheese needs to be greenish as well because of a chash they put in rennet, excuse me, that chash includes, now the taikon includes all cheeses. It's a light cloak. And the taikon includes all cheeses. Those cheeses that have rennet and those cheeses that don't have rennet. It doesn't make a difference. Just like the taikon includes cheeses that are made with asagam, that the rennet came from a plant-based item. So, so to one plug, and you'd say it also includes things that are made. Um, cream cheese doesn't have any rennet in it, but even so, um, if you don't make it with rennet, even so, you, it could be included in it. That's the other side. Okay. But you could argue on this point also. You could say that it's not a white plug, because... Um, Maybe to, to the, a, a consumer looking in the store, uh, mozzarella cheese and cottage cheese are, all look the same. Cheese is cheese. But to people who know what they're doing, cottage cheese and mozzarella cheese have nothing to do with each other. They're, they're so, maybe we call them cheese, but they're two totally different classes of foods. Hard cheese and soft cheese are not the same. For example, we know that the din of that butter doesn't require greenish as well. Okay? We took that malach gimel, but butter doesn't need greenish as well. Why not? It's something that's solid, that's made out of, that's made out of milk. Well, of course, like butter has, we saw this, and butter has no, no shaykhus to cheese. It has nothing to do with cheese. The kind of separation of proteins that creates this, I don't have nothing to do with it. it. It's skim off, cream off the top. It's a whole different bird. It has nothing to do with it. So maybe just like the butter doesn't eat greenness as well, so maybe so too, uh, soft cheese and hard cheese are like two different classes of, of foods. The fact that the Hamaynam calls them both cheese doesn't really make such a difference. Okay? So, Within this last point that I made, 
that maybe there's two classes of cheeses, there's one group that's even more cow, even more reason to make on one group, and that is um, yogurt and sour cream. Because okay, yogurt and sour cream have a, are very different than other cheeses. We mentioned this last time, but yogurt and sour cream are different than all the other hard and soft cheeses that we mentioned. And that is, most, it, all hard cheeses, or and all soft cheeses, are made, you do something that pulls out the protein, the casein protein out of it, with or without fat, it pulls it out, leaving behind a liquid. So we get out certain solids that we want, leaving behind other liquid gets left behind, the whey gets left behind. That's all hard and soft cheeses. Yogurt and sour cream are not like that. Yogurt and sour cream are the solidification of the whole milk. When you take a gallon of milk and you make yogurt, the whole gallon of milk turns into yogurt. You don't have leftovers afterwards. Okay? There are yogurts that are like that. There are yogurts that are like that, that are, that are, that are uh, filtered. Um, I'm forgetting the word now, what you call it. That are filtered that you actually get out, separate a solid from a liquid. But by and large, sour creams and yogurts are made by, you solidify the whole thing. So that's really dramatically different than other cheeses. So, if you want to say, like I was saying to you, maybe soft and hard cheeses are two separate classes, and one has to come and one doesn't. There's no loy plug. Even if you don't want to say that, you want to say, no, cheese is cheese. It's all pulling out casein. But it's harder to say that for yogurt and sour cream, because the yogurt and sour cream are made from, are not like, you don't pull something out and leave something behind. That's sort of like, like the feature of cheese, that you pull something out of the milk and left something behind. You don't do that. This yogurt and sour cream are, are the whole thing. You're getting the whole milk is Whatever milk you put in is what you get out. Okay. So that's that's a that's a question. Should we be machmir on to say that the uh, soft cheeses need community salt or they don't need them? Okay. So uh, there's a whole many sheets in the place, many places who have talked about it either directly or indirectly. One is um, there's a machikis, we'll see Mr. Shemin Halakhikimu, between Prichodesh and Radvaz, those are two of the bigger names, but Prichodesh and Radvaz as to whether ricotta cheese needs to be green as well. Okay? Ricotta cheese, if you remember, is when you make regular cheese, you have whey left over. So when you make, I'm sorry, when you make regular cheese, you pull out the casein, that's one protein, leaving whey. If you pull out the whey protein, you can make a cheese out of the whey protein. That cheese is called ricotta cheese. So, so what word would I search for ricotta cheese? Ricotta. Ricotta. Yeah, ricotta. Yeah, ricotta. Uh, so ricotta cheese is, if you, when you pull out the from, from the whey, from the whey protein, you're making a new cheese called ricotta cheese. And there's a shayla, there's a machlokas, pekalosh ravaz, mishra falocha gimel, a machlokas, whether that cheese needs to be greenish as well. So Ravosner says, what's the machlokas? He says, that cheese is not made with rennet. You make it, you make it out of whey, and then you, you, you use heat, we talked about this, and you use heat to get the whey to come out of the liquid. He says, you're not using any rennet. He says, so why, why do some people think it's also and some people think it's mutter? So Ravosner says, it's totally in this shayla. Those who think it's Osir, the, the, the Radvaz who says it's Osir is because he holds anything that's cheese needs to be Venus as well. Even if you don't use rennet to make it, the Takhan is Chacham that all cheese needs to be Venus as well. And the Prechotnus holds that the Chacham only made a Takhana for hard cheeses, cheeses that are made, that could be made with rennet. Cheeses that have no Shaykhs to rennet, like Rakata cheese has no Shaykhs to rennet. Rakata cheese, which is made by heating up whey, has nothing to do with rennet. That is made, that doesn't need to be Venus. So that's what Ravazan says is the Machotnus between these are pointing about ricotta cheese is the machlokas we're talking about. Good question. I'll come to that. It's a very good question. We'll come to that. That's in the next piece. Okay, but that, we're trying to see it should, should it or should not. I'm going to get to that. Hold it. Second, jump in. The Chacham Saldam, when he says the din of Venus Israel, it's really a very short din, as you might expect. It's a very short din, and he says is 
Gvin is Akim is Osir, so the Shulchan Aruch said it's Osir Afiru Hamidu Batsavim. Even if they created, they, they coagulated the cheese with Asavim, with a plant based rennet, it's still Osir. Well, the Chachusam the, adds in two more words. He says, Afiru Hamidu Batsavim, Oi Memela. Okay? Does it happen by itself? Okay? What does that mean, Oi Memela? What does it mean to make a cheese by itself? You can't make a hard cheese by itself. Hard cheese, you could sit there all day long, it'll never turn into hard cheese. You can't make uh, mozzarella cheese or cheddar cheese by itself. The only the cheeses you can make by themselves, as we spoke about last time, was the soft cheeses. Because if you let milk sit by itself, it begins to sour. Bacteria eat on it, it begins to sour. When it begins to sour, the, the acid that they're creating, the lactic acid that those microorganisms are creating, causes the casing to fall out, creating a soft cheese. That's what you're doing. You're making a soft cheese. When you leave milk on the counter, and you say, it, when it, it looked a week later like cottage cheese, well, that's what it was. It was cottage cheese. That's what you're doing. You're souring it. So, a cheese that you can make memela means a soft cheese. That's what he's talking about. So, the Chachmazadim was assuming that soft cheeses were also included in the din of the Yisak. That's what it says, that could go either way. Oh, a memela. A memela cheese means a soft cheese. You can't make hard cheese memela. Okay, then, the Chachmazadim says something similar. The Chachmazadim says, he says, the Gvinus Akim applied, I'm going to read you his words, but he says it applies even to Gvina Pshuta Shalanu She'ein Ba Hamada Klal. Okay, what's the Gvina Pshuta Shalanu? I don't know what he meant. The simple cheese, whatever that means. She'ein Ba Hamada Klal doesn't have any Hamada. Well, what does Ein Ba Hamada Klal mean? Also, he sounds like he's saying a cheese that just happens by itself. There's no Hamada. You don't do anything to make it happen. You don't put something in. It just happens by itself. What do you mean happens by itself? Happens by itself is a soft cheese. That's an uh, acid-based cheese. It can happen by itself. If you leave it out, the microorganisms eat from it, they create lactic acid, which sours it and uh, pulls out the casein to make a soft cheese. So those imply that um, the, is the, the tacon of Venus, the issue of Venus Akim applies to soft cheese also. You should, you should just know within the Arachashokhan, there's theorists to this, what I just said to you. I told you this Arachashokhan says it, which is it's, it's pretty strong on this side. There's two other places. In one he says, um, he, he says the reason why Butter doesn't need greenness as well, is because he says butter doesn't need it because it's ain't the zeh hamadah klal shenochutz or hakeva. When you make butter, you don't need hamadah that needs keva. You don't need keva to make that, implying that, that that's like the criteria. If you want to decide whether something needs or doesn't need greenness as well, look at doesn't need kevas a keva or doesn't need a keva. That implies it's not as strong as the list one, but it implies that if you have a cheese that didn't need a keva, then it would be more butter-like. Okay, that, and there's other you can also. Okay, so that's a that's a question. We're not going to get into this. There may be answers to the Rosh but the simple reading of the main thing he said was that green pewter shalonu shein b'hamal the klal is also. Sounds like he's talking about soft cheeses at their also. Um, there's a true Rosh where he talks about this. He talks about cottage cheese. I don't, that I can't tell how he spells. He spells it in a whatever funny way. Because <laughs> and he says uh, he he brings down why you would think about being nickel, and he says you shouldn't he you shouldn't on those people who choose to be nickel. He brings down that you know, this, this, there is a sort to it, and you you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't protest those people who are nickel. But that he, the implication is that he thinks you should be machmer. The Implication is that he thinks that you should be machmer in the shayla. And in fact, Rosh um, told that to. Rabbi Heinrich himself, that he should be machmer in the Shiloh, and that's why the star K is machmer, that they're at, they will only take acid casein, uh, which is made in Israel. 
Okay, all we'll see in a second. All the rest of the hashgachos don't do that. Um, and the male, the star K, as a matter of principle, won't give hashgachos to these things, and they lose many hashgachos because of that. Okay, and we actually there's one that we were just dealing with that they recommended the hashgachos into the CRC because they couldn't do it because of this position they couldn't give the hashgachos on the acid casein part of it because it, it's not going to be uh, and therefore they said, well, we can't do it. Lots of people. They don't give us a short unless they're right. Unless, right, right, yeah, they don't. Don't you think it's Stardy Kachis? Stardy? They'll have a Stardy to do it, not Stardy to do it. I would bet that they don't have to Stardy to do it. I don't know about Stardy to do it. Oh, that's right. This case was a Stardy case. I'm sorry. You're right. Stardy case. No, it's a... It's a... It's a... They hold it needs to be... Right. It needs to be... They hold it needs to be... What comes up more often, which is what's more... So it's an ingredient... Kachis is a finished product. As an ingredient, it's acid casein. So they don't sell it in Kachis. Right. No company will take them. Correct. Right. No, correct. correct. So, that's correct. So, that's, that's as a matter of promotion, promotion in the Chuvah implies that he should be Machmer. He told her behind him he should be Machmer, and, and, as, and therefore they don't do it. That's what they do. Okay, now, so what is the Chalm Israel ones that Machmer? Yes. Sure. Yes, the Chalm Israel ones that Machmer. Well, get the Chalm Israel ones that Yes, the Chalm Israel ones that Machmer. Hold a second. I didn't get the Chalm Israel ones that Machmer. Hold a second. So, what does everybody else do? I just told you a whole... There's a shadow whether it does or doesn't need Venus as well. The price given that I mentioned to you all seem to imply that it does need to be Venus as well. Ramosha gives that implication. Chacham Sadlan or Chashukhan imply like that. Ravosha says it's a machlek, it's a horror, nobody needed. So most of the American Hashgachos don't require, don't re- the national Hashgachos don't require Venus as well and soft cheeses, which is why, to answer Ken's question, that's why if you go into the supermarket, you see loads of cream cheese and cottage cheeses with regular national Hashgachos on them because they don't need Venus as well. You, you never see until recently. You never see mozzarella cheese with a national hashgach on it, you know, a national brand of, on it, because cause no one can afford to make that. It has to be Venus as well. But on the soft cheese, it's all over the place. Right? You can buy loads of, loads of soft cheeses with, with a regular national hashgach, because it's not Venus as well. And they're being signed on the Rafaikin. Um, Rafaikin said that you could be making on the Shaila. Um, I heard it myself. I heard it from Rafaikin Chernobyl, who heard it from Terry Goldstein from Rafaikin. He was a Talmud. And Rabbi Schwartz heard it from or Fievel Greenstein, uh, <laughs> a rather new of New Jersey, uh, from a different generation. Uh, that's what Schurz heard about. But all back from Rafaikin, we don't have a writing, but Rafaikin said such a thing, that you could be some on the Mekilim, that you don't need to have Venus Yisrael on the soft cheeses. Uh, but it's, it's a different group of cheeses. This is hard cheese, and this is soft cheese. It's two different types of cheese. And that's, that's what all the Hashgachas, all the national Hashgachas, except for the Sarkeel and Semichon, to say that you don't need Venus Yisrael for those cheeses. Okay. So... Which I just mentioned to you a bunch of names. He said this way, he said this way. What, some of the, here are some of the riots in either direction. The Pleskin that we talked about aren't bringing riots to it. They're just like saying it in passing. It's like an assumption either is or is not cheese. So one is, I believe that this riot, I had this in my head that I heard this from Rabbi Avery Journal. That's my impression that I had this from. Okay? The Gemara says, the Gemara of the Zara is declaring why did the Chum Asr do this happen? What's the reason for the Takana? The Gemara has a whole slew of answers as to why we ask it. The Shulchan said one of them, okay, the one that we passed on for Halacha. But one of the answers that the Gemara gives is because Goyim would be mimed their cheese with wine. With vinegar, I'm sorry, with vinegar. Meaning with wine vinegar, and wine vinegar is straight, it's, it, it's uh, Samyaya. Okay? So he says, what do you make with wine vinegar? You can't make cheddar cheese with wine vinegar. The only thing you can make with vinegar is. Soft cheese. Of course you can make soft cheese with vinegar. If you put vinegar into your milk, you'll also have soft cheese. That's what you do. You put acid into it, something acidic into it, and it pulls out the protein. 
So, so this answer of the Gemara, that shot in the Gemara, is surely talking about soft cheese. Okay? It's, it, it, it's, so, of course you could say that it's a machlekes in two answers, maybe. Maybe this answer holds this way, this holds this way. But it doesn't sound like that. The Gemara giving all these, all these bunch of reasons, sounds like they all agree on what cheese we're talking about. There is a, the Gemara talks about enough Gemina between Gemina, but a different answer. Gemina Yevesha, Gemina Lacha, but that's not what this is. Gemina Lacha and Yevesha, it talks about a different thing. Gemina Lacha and Yevesha means cheat Lacha, Gemina Lacha means the cheese before you squeeze that all the way out of it. When, when it first separates, it's just clumps of, of, of mushy curd floating around in the thing, and you squeeze it, and then Yevesha is after you squeeze it out. Okay, so, but the implication is that all, all the cases are either Mutter Rosser, but not that that's a Machlokas. Okay, so that's a, that's a riot to think. That's so what she's talking about. Now, the other side is, this is what David was, was talking about, is that we're going to find out later. Yeah, the Maitha, the Irish animal hold of the reasons for Gilead, right? Yes. Because that can apply to soft cheese also. Right. right. So you're saying this, that's an, an, because it's used to water. That's the sort we make it to now there's, there's a sort to make on the sack of all together. Two times. Uh, one because because I've got a Because we don't have a kind of right? And then, then there's a sort to be made. But oh, yeah. that, that's it. If so that would be enough to me. If the it... Okay, good. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. So the, the, the Ramos, we're going to find out, we're going to find out that the, that the Ramos holds, the way you make Venus Yisrael, is by having the Yid watch the making of the cheese. Okay? So... I'm not anticipating just watch. That's what the Ramah is going to do. We're going to find that. We're not going to talk about that. The say that it has to do with you watch the person making the cheese. Okay, so, so, um, when, when, he, when the person watches, when, we, when you say you watch and you, you watch your grains to make sure they don't become hummus, you make matzah shmura, that doesn't mean a guy should stare at it, right? The point is not to say, sit there and look at the machine. The point is, look and make sure of this chash that we have. Make sure that the grain don't become hummus. So you have to keep an eye on it. You're, you're overseeing it to make sure it doesn't become hummus. Then look at it. Not just to steer. The mix is to look for a purpose. So over here, what would you say to the guy? Look at the thing and make sure they don't put it in red. It, it, it's, so I'm it's, it's ridiculous. We're going to look at it. They're making cottage cheese. Of course they're not putting it in red. What am I going to get sour cream? Why would I, what am I going to look at? I mean, if you look at the finished package, you see there's no red. It's obvious. I mean, you look at it. What they, why would I think? It's like if I stand in a... In a Apple source company team. Make sure they don't put any rent in it. It would be silly. What do you think? One of us would just stand there. Look, it, it seems silly to tell the guy stand in it. Okay, you could say like plug, but Rabbi Shakti was like, so what, well, what, what do we want the guy to do? Should we watch as they stick it onto the counter? Remember, they used to make sort of cheeses without anything. You could make kind of cheese just by leaving it on the counter. So what should you do? When you take it, I'm making cheese. Okay, now I watch and I can go home. What are you, you going to watch? He says, should we sit and watch it for two days? It takes time until it turns. Not when you put in the, the, the acid. When you just let it sit. Should I just sit there and watch it for two days? So you have much to me watching this thing turning into cheese? You know, it's, it doesn't make any sense. What, what, what do you want the guy to do to make that? Okay, so so the people who make the people who make it in the Chol Yisrael, which most I think the Chol Yisrael is pretty standard that they make it. Give me Yisrael also. Um, there's a mashkiach there, and, and nowadays they make cheese, even soft cheeses. They don't wait for it to turn to cheese. They add something into it. So the mashkiach watches them add it in. The mashkiach adds it in himself. But so he's doing what you know, and that has to do with the shah. He he does certain things. But it, it, those things make us question, how can it be that they require you to have watching? There are more watching what makes you so. What do they have in mind? Like, what could it be such a thing that you'd watch to make it happen? Um, okay, so these are different... Right. Isn't the Iker in Venice as well that the Jew owns it? That's the Shach. That's not the Ramah. That you, you're thinking about the Shach. The Shach says the Yid should own it. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. It's really so the Jew owns it. 
Then, if there's an onus, then there's, you know, nothing well, else to do it. We're going to wait for two times from now to talk about it. answer this question. But that, 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 that's, 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 you're saying, that, that's an the opinion. The Ramah doesn't say that. He, he thinks even Ramah holds that. So I'm not sure. I thought that even Ramah says so that the, main, the, the, like, the basis of basic community is the Jew owns the Jew owns the stuff. Then there's other ones, then you got other situations, there's another one, you got to do with this and that. You might be right. You might that be right. Case, then, right. You know. so if that would be true, then there would, that would be a reason to, a way to get around it. Excuse me. We'll see when we get to two times, hopefully, two times from now. We'll see about that. Okay. Anyhow, so we, 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 we're closing this sort of at this point to say that um, there's a lot of Pushkin who would imply that you need to have clean and so on and so forth, Jesus. There's some questions. And, but the practice for most Ashkafas, us included, is that we allow, we take green soils not required for these soft cheese. Okay, now, remotion has truly added an extra cage to it, which is, let's say you don't need green soil. Let's, without a, again, he's just not so inclined to, let's say that. But Lamaisa is nowadays, for whatever reasons, they add a drop of rennet into these soft cheese also. So while they're making cottage cheese, they throw in a little bit of rennet also into the cheese. So he wants to know, does that make it worse? Because cottage cheese, the Edson doesn't need rennet. That's not how you make cottage cheese. But the fact that they're sticking in rennet, does that somehow now make it that now it doesn't need green salt? The Edson sour cream wouldn't, but this sour cream does, because the guy put in some rennet into it. Okay? So Ramesha says that Ramesha says the amount that's been put in is so minuscule, it would never make the cheese. It's not enough to create really a hard cheese. You could, it, the amount you put in would do nothing to the cheese. And the main you can call it Zedzak Garden, call it whatever you want to. It's, it's, it's just like an ingredient. It's not really the moment, and therefore that doesn't make you need to have Venus Yisrael. Okay? And when I thought, though, I, maybe I'm mixing two things, but if you put a meat or something into it, uh, it doesn't even come close to Shishin, uh, just a meat. If it does something to it, that already puts it in a new getter that it's, it's, it's a, a major force in it. Yes, you're right about that. The question is, but is that make so you, it has to be kosher. Don't let it put it in that culture. But is that creating cheese? Is that saying that because I put it in, therefore this is now categorized as a hard cheese? It's not a hard cheese. It's no, not making no, a hard cheese. Are, are you talking about a hard cheese or are you talking about something that's going to cause a flavor enhancement or, or a, a, a visual enhancement? Second. Which is, the second. Which is a major thing on cashews. Right. So it's not a it, but, but the question is not whether it has an effect. It, maybe it does has a, has a little effect. Maybe it has to be, since you put it in on purpose, you have to make sure it's kosher. The question is, but by doing that, did I turn this into a hard cheese? So he says, he didn't turn it into a hard cheese. It's coming out of cottage cheese anyhow. That little bit that he did, it doesn't make it hard cheese. It would never make it hard cheese. It's nothing. So it has to be kosher. Uh, what you're saying, it has to be kosher, but it doesn't make it cheese that has to be green and So when we talk to cheese makers, they will monitor it, um, and, and, then, and they drew us out a chart of how much rennet you put in to make these different cheeses. The way they work is, is by 1,000 pounds. Okay, it's how much rennet per 1,000 pounds. And when you look at the numbers, how they give it, it is a very dramatic difference. The amount of rennet you put in for the what we call the hard cheeses is, is 70, 80, 90, something even more than that, milliliters per 1,000 gallon, per 1,000 pounds. And the ones like the cottage cheeses and farmer cheese, the amounts they're putting in are like 1, 2, 3. Okay, it's like, like tiny, tiny amounts. Okay, you put in tiny... It's, it's not like it's like a like a, a scale that goes 1, 5, 10, 20, 30. There's like a couple that are like 1, 2. And then all of a sudden the next one is 75. Okay? It's like, it's like this big space in between that. And then obviously the ones that are the soft cheese and the hard cheeses, there are exceptions. Every once in a while, Yossi hears about a company, they're, making, they're putting in 15 milliliters. They're putting in 20 milliliters. So they get full right there into the middle of there. Um, there, uh, the, 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 
Postgres have been inclined to be more machmer, saying, we don't know if that's within this side of the line or that side of the line. Yeah, you could talk about that. But, but the more, for most of them, for the farmer cheeses and cottage cheeses and cream cheeses, the amounts are so tiny, it's obvious, not the other kind. But before I finish this part, I have to just tell you that um, about two years ago, Rabbi Gersten from the OU wrote something about this, and he pointed out something, a very interesting point, which is, just a technical point, which is, the number, I just told you some numbers. Use this many milliliters and this many milliliters per thousand, yeah, per thousand pounds. So he says, he said, first of all, is that the way you measure strength of rennet in, in a mixture is using something called IMC, which stands for International Milk Clotting Units. Okay? It's a measure of how much rennet you have. Okay? In the United States, single strength rennet is 200 IMCUs, and in Europe, it's 130 or 140 IMCUs. So, a milliliter of rennet in America and a milliliter of rennet in Europe are not the same thing. What we call one milliliter of rennet means 200 IMCUs. And what they call it is 130 IMCUs. <laughs> so, it's not the same thing. And, and on the other hand, when we make rennet, we think these numbers we're talking about is in single strength rennet. There's also things as double strength and five times strength. You get stronger ones. So, you have a five times rennet, you say, I'm only putting in one milliliter. Uh, very nice. But you're really putting in five milliliters because it's, it was really. It wasn't a uh, single strength, it was five times strength. So you're getting five, the equivalent of five. So that's just a technicality. When you're trying to figure something out, if they say they're using 20, but they're using 20, 20 milliliters of five times strength, they're not using 20, they're using 100. Okay, so just, just to help understand that point. Okay. One last thing to, to finish off with, there was a cheese that came up for discussion, it's called Skier. Okay, it's spelled, spelled S-K-Y-R. Okay, it's pronounced Skier. Um, it's spelled in such an unusual way because this kind of cheese comes from Iceland. That's what they eat over there. Uh, it's a yogurt kind type food, but this yogurt type food um, is made with rennet, with a certain amount of rennet, and it, it seems that if you make it without the rennet, it doesn't come out the same. It comes out watery, and if you make it with the rennet, it comes out more solid. Uh, <coughs> now, the rennet, that, the amount that they're putting in is a tiny amount. Okay, it's an amount that would not coagulate the cheese. But it's, it's had quite a dramatic effect on the, on the thing. It doesn't come out the same if you make it without that. Uh, Rabbi Schwartz thought we should be making it without that. Uh, there's another cheese that's like that also. Um, Baker's cheese. Baker's cheese also has rennet in it that's yeah. functional. Does it come with the Does Baker's cheese come with it? Does here? Well, that was the question. They applied for Ashkafa. They applied for Ashkafa. The question was, should we treat it as soft cheese and say, no problem, easy, give Ashkafa, or say, it's community straw? That was the question. Okay, Rabbi Schwartz said we should be making it about that. Um, the, the baker's cheese has rennet for a different purpose. They also you always need to have rennet. It has to do with the way they filter it. Okay? It has nothing to do again, with the making the cheese. It has to do with how they filter it. Um, but the accent of both of these, the skier and the baker's cheese, are treated as soft cheese. Well,